Hey everyone, this is the Stay Hungry podcast where we talk about whatever we want and you take whatever you need. Today we are answering the question, what is toxic positivity with our guest host, Rhea Patag. Rhea is a Las Vegas-based Gen Z entrepreneur who owns a social media marketing agency and hosts her own podcast, Let's Talk Transformation. Listen in to hear more about the different perspectives of toxic positivity and how we experienced it in our own lives. So I was doing a little bit of uh, brainstorming and looking at what to touch base on kind of bring up when I was thinking about this topic and a big common ground that I, I came up with was that it's, it's more of a self-reflection thing. And I think that toxic positivity kind of stems from lack of self-reflection and coming to terms with those negative emotions and a lack of almost genuine self-reflection. Uh, it's like you're putting on a facade. I'm sorry, I don't know if that was me, but that's a big thing. And that's just personally coming from, you know, my experiences. I'm not sure if you guys can relate to that. That's where I'm at. That's true. Yeah, um, that's interesting because when I first thought of toxic positivity, I guess I was kind of thinking of it more like externally. I feel like I witnessed it um externally a lot more than internally um and then once I started seeing it externally from other people and pushing toxic positivity I feel like I then began to like push it onto myself internally so I feel like for me personally I've always seen people talking about toxic positivity on social media like I've always seen infographics on like staying positive and you know like those little cute quote photos that are like oh um positive vibes only or you know just stuff like that and I feel like a lot of people really promote it on Instagram a lot um so then I would start to think like oh like I need to be positive and every time I faced a situation in my life where I felt sad or down I would always like tell myself, oh, no, I need to be positive. I need to be positive. And then I began to wonder like, okay, but like, why? Why can't I just like feel what I feel like is what I'm feeling wrong? Or like, am I a weak person because I feel sad? So for me, that's kind of how it affected me is I began to see toxic positivity a lot externally. And then it began to affect me internally. Do you guys feel like you see it, you experience it more externally, like seeing it with other people? Or do you feel like you experience it more internally where you catch yourself telling yourself to like be positive or like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, you know, I feel like your emotions. Yeah, I feel like for me, it was it's more of like an external thing where I see it all the time. And when and because I saw it all the time, it felt like I was like crazy just being like, you know, like sad over something really small. And like everyone on social media is just like, no, be happy. It could be worse, you know, like um, there are worse things out there, just good vibes only. And I feel like that's what I experienced more. Um, and especially like having friends physically there always telling you like it could be worse and not letting you just oh like God. feel your feelings out. That's like the stuff that I've always dealt with for like basically a lot of my life just like people never really like validating my feelings and instead just being like it could be worse like come on Kelsey like Mm. cheer up you know that's the worst response 
Yeah. Yeah, I hate that too. I feel like uh, with social media, it it's becoming very, very external just because of the nature of social media. It's almost like a highlight rule. Real people are only showing the best. You know, you never see people posting their, their down moments because why would you? So mm-hmm. that's also a factor. But yeah, I would say it, it's, it's more so both. Uh, I've gotten better with the internal um, just because it's more of a personal personality thing. But yeah, I would say it's both. And especially due to social media, it's become more of an issue than ever before. I just hate getting those responses from friends where they're like, oh, you know, at least it's not this or at least it's not that or it could be better or like, I don't know, just like comparing your situation to worse situations. It's like, okay, yeah, it could be but I'm still in the situation that I'm at and I'm still sad and I'm still feeling what I'm feeling. So what do you have to say about that? And it's kind of like they're dismissing what you like feel and they're kind of like pushing it away. But yeah, it kind of reminds me of this quote that I heard. I don't know if this is word for word, but basically the quote was like, just because you don't have a fractured leg doesn't mean a fractured finger doesn't hurt so I mean it's basically saying that like yeah you may not have like as bad of a situation but that doesn't mean that like the small bad situation that you're in isn't hurting you that's so true mm-hmm. um back of what you said of getting those responses from friends it's hard because a lot of people don't I don't know how to deal in comfort with that. But at the same time, uh, the most you can do is as a friend to someone, hear them out. You know, you don't have to give the best advice and you don't have to make it out to seem like the situation is something something that it's not. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the, the time I just want to be heard. And I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure if that's just a, a me thing, but definitely like you said, dismissing it, well, it just really does make the issue much more worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's so many times where I've vented to a friend before and they've had something to say, but I kind of just, like, there would be times where I wouldn't even really need or want advice. I kind of just need to let it out. Yeah. And it's also like, I, I relate with like having to feel heard and also one thing is is like you know not having the space to feel um, I feel like when people provide that toxic positivity or dismiss your feelings it doesn't give you the space to feel what your emotions are it kind of forces you to keep going you don't feel as though you have that space there to like I don't want to say recover but like just feel what you're feeling you know and like if you were to t- tell your friend something and they would just totally dismiss it, it would make me feel like my feelings aren't valid or like I'm in the wrong for feeling what I feel or I'm a weak person. And I feel like what needs to be promoted more or encouraged more is just that it's okay to not be okay. I'm reading the line when too much of one th- one good thing can be counterproductive. Oh, yeah. Did you have something to say about that, Ria? I remember you mentioning that. I feel like this is applicable to to anything, really, but uh, especially with toxic positivity, sorry, uh, it's 
it's more of a day by day thing and really switching your your mindset to be okay I always have to be this happy go lucky person and and make it my entire mindset when you know it's it's more more so oh I'm seeing the good in every day and you know I might have had a bad day but that's okay and today tomorrow will be better and positivity in that regard and gratitude in small little things and understanding that it's okay to have bad days but I think it's more of a consistent thing that should be your solution if you're if you think you're struggling with putting on this facade and your emotions and an entire toxic positivity regard I think that don't focus too don't be too hard on yourself if for lack of a better term Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's actually funny you mentioned that too because I was going to mention how as a society we've been trained to like be happy and like all you see on social media is everyone's successes mm-hmm. and everyone's like good like the great milestones in their life. And I think like internally people will think that like they have to be that way too and we actually Christine I mentioned this in an episode of like having that social media mindset where you think that is your life. And that you need to have a life like this influencer you follow, but it's like, that's not the case. It's like shifting, instead shifting that type of mindset to the smaller things and being okay with like, you know, like, like what you said, even though I had a bad day, it's like I had small pieces that I appreciated and I am grateful for. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Uh, and going back to what you said, especially in the nature of like entrepreneurship and in business you see always see people posting their their accomplishments but you never see what they what they did to work up to that so mm-hmm. that's just something to keep in mind not everything is what it seems so definitely keep that in mind and not everything can always be perfect all the time and that's okay exactly yeah instagram is so filtered Especially like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a platform where someone would just openly discuss their progress. Uh And the only thing I can think about is like YouTube. If someone were to make like a long form video being like, this is how I started my business. But even then, if someone has the choice to edit something, they will because they know it's that's what will attract people. When reality, it's like, I I think people need to see the ugly to understand, you know, like who you are as a whole and not just like the good. Like, especially all those ads where um, there's, like, successful people and all they're flexing is their car or, like, all the materialistic things. It's like, okay, cool, but, like, how did you get there? Like, what what about the times when you were struggling to get there? Yeah, and I think this is a good time to even talk about, like, our experiences with our successes. Like, what did it take us to do or to, like, get – what did it take for us to get to that point? loaded mm-hmm. question <laughs> <laughs> I'm like thinking I'm like oh, shit because huh. you run into a lot of obstacles and it's not something you can prepare for either <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's almost like taking two steps forward and then one step I mean sorry one step forward and then two steps back I can say personally I've, I've ran into issues in my agency um just for some context, I've been looking into starting it for about four to five months, but actively working on it on a daily basis for about two. 
Mm-hmm. And I've already ran into some issues, both on the business side and personal. I I ran into issues with like the name and it, and it bleeds into the rest of your life with that being your relationships being strained and whatnot. I actually saw a tweet or something and it was like, stop romanticizing entrepreneurship. And I was like, okay, if only you knew. If- <laughs> I have days where it's just, you feel like, the world is against you and mm-hmm. and feeling that out uh it's not something that you can just dismiss right away but at the same time it it gives you that self-discipline to to be persistent and in the end you'll be able to see that hard work you know the fruits of your labor so that's just that's just where I'm at I'm, I'm not sure if you guys want to share your experiences anything similar yeah actually for me I, I think it's so interesting because I'm trying to remember, because for myself, the way that I got to San Francisco at 19 years old, I was, everyone was always just like, you know, like, oh, I'm so like happy for you and like, congratulations. And like, I want to be where you are. And I feel like the lead up to this move was a lot of like, you know, just cold calling, having to network 24 seven, at least like whenever I'm working, I'm networking. And like any opportunity I got, I like took it. And even if that meant that I had to drive two hours, like back and forth. And like, I at one point I ended up driving around like 100 miles a day, just so I could do photo shoots and like meet with people and do consultations and like, just like, to grab any opportunity I got. And it got so exhausting. Like, I mean, if y'all saw my Instagram story, (laughs) I had a before and after skincare routine and I was telling my boyfriend this because I was telling him like on my before picture, that was when I was hustling, like basically only getting two hours of sleep and like super stressed and like afraid that I couldn't, that I didn't, I wasn't close to my end goal. And it like showed physically of how exhausted I was, but like I'm at a point now where, you know, like all that work is getting paid off I'm still you know like continuing that path I'm not at the end yet I'm far from it but like I'm realizing now like from the outside people might have seen me do photo shoots here and there and like doing fun stuff meeting cool credible people but reality was was like you know I was tirelessly doing everything I could at that time and yeah like it's it's funny because it's almost instinct to like suppress the bad experience leading up to my move to San Francisco just because I don't know it's like a I don't know how to describe it it's like instinct to just like forget the bad times and just remember like oh my gosh I like did all these cool photo shoots with people and that helped me you know come up here and I I was helping people build their brand in Seattle and actually brought me here I like really remember the joy and the successes but when I think about the bad times, it's like almost cloudy. Like I can't really remember. I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with that, but like I'm kind of having a hard time remembering. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like a psychological thing um, where uh, I'm not saying yours. Your, it was traumatizing. Um, I mean, if it was, I mean, that's your personal thing. But um, <laughs> or trauma, um, like especially in your childhood, that's why a lot of people can't remember their childhood because you psychologically like suppress it and I'm sorry Mm -hmm. I'll let you go real quick but I want to say how relatable that was (laughs) because I literally like (laughs) I I, I, like was planning on 
going out the other night and I really didn't want to go <laughs> but I, I felt bad for flaking on my friends um and so my, my mom and mom's boyfriend they look at me and they're like you look so exhausted like you can't go out and I was like okay mm-hmm. probably right I got my dark circles and I've been breaking out fun fact about me it's it's very not like not even like saying that to to brag or anything like I don't break out easily uh mm-hmm. so the fact that I was I was like oh okay I gotta take care of myself <laughs> but yeah Chris, I'll let you go ahead I guess in a nutshell for me a lot of the struggles that I went through was mental issues like emotional issues I feel like the reason why I have achieved all of the successes that I have achieved is because of how hard I am on myself. And I'm not too sure if this stems from like how my parents raised me and how they only kind of rewarded me when I did have good grades, you know? So it's like, oh, like when I have good grades or when I do something good, then I will be noticed or then I will be like um, recognized. And so I mean, I feel like that's probably the major reason why I am so like driven and motivated is because like I deal with emotional things inside me where they're like super pressuring and I I feel like I almost have to always be um, accomplishing goals and stuff. Because like all my friends are like, oh my gosh, you're doing this and you're doing that. Like, wow, like that's so good for you. And it's like, they don't really see what goes on inside and what pushes me to do those things. And I feel like I've gotten or I've gotten a response to before talking about like after I was sharing about like all of my successes to like my friends. And I I remember like one of them was like, oh, like you're so lucky you got to do all of that. And this was when I was in L.A. and I was having internships with PR and working with a lot of celebrity stylists and they were like oh you're so lucky that's so cool and it was just like dude I went through so much fucking shit to get that internship and it was free like it looks glamorous on the outside and it looks nice and like how real like where you were saying with romanticizing entrepreneurship but bro like deep down and behind the screen and behind everything like shit is hard and Mm -hmm. I feel like that ties in with toxic positivity because again like everyone likes to be seen as positive everyone only shows the positive things but everyone forgets that there are times when everything is not positive and sometimes there has to be oh my god this is so corny but there has to be some rain for them to be for there to be a rainbow like (laughs) that that just came up to my head I just had to say it but yeah so for me basically a lot of mine was very emotional um but yeah that's actually funny you mention um the whole raining and rainbow (laughs) concept (laughs) because I was just gonna say like you know you have to go if we have that toxic positivity in place we don't give us the space to go through that dark times because in my eyes I see that dark times as just growing pains you know Mm -hmm. and I always like tell myself that like I know I feel bad right now but I have to feel this way in order to move forward and I have to process and like understand what this is to continue growing Mm -hmm. 
and that's actually something that one of like one of my friends told me back a few years back and was just like you know like I know you're feeling this right now but it's like this is a growing pain and it's going to turn into something so beautiful after and Mm -hmm. I feel like not many people see it like that anymore or ever it's like that saying what doesn't kill you makes you stronger so it's kind of like (laughs) negativity and failure is kind of essential for growth and success look at you with all the the cliches today (laughs) but I I do I do completely agree um when you're when you're in those lows uh, all you can do is is acknowledge it but also acknowledge hey I all I can do from here is bounce back right Uh, yeah exactly like from a breakup or whatever the case may be it's it's terrible and and you got to feel it out for that time being but once it's over you're you're gonna go up and make make that growth so it's it's huge Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because if you really think about it like a negative situation like is inevitable you're gonna come across any negative feeling any negative situation but it being a negative situation doesn't make it negative it's if you are avoiding it and if you are not using it as an opportunity to learn and grow, then that's when it becomes a negative situation. Yeah, I was actually going to say too, it's not like you can't control what happens to you in terms of like people throwing things at you, but it's the way you react that you control and that reaction affects the future. And I, I I mean, I always think about that too. It's like if someone decides to tell you something that you didn't like, the way you react is is what affects the situation. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, like you said, Christine, like reacting in a way where it's like, you know, I have to, I need to listen to this because, you know, people who go off on you, unless there's some hater on the internet that doesn't even know who you are, usually more often than not, they are someone who's doing it with good intention. Mm -hmm. And having to understand that and listen and be like, what does what does this mean for me? And how will I take this and help me grow? Yeah. So basically like accepting whatever your whatever situation you're in and then pivoting from that instead of suppressing and ignoring it. Almost like a learning experience in itself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I feel like this is good shit, guys. We're on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is good. <clears throat> So, (laughs) um, what I would say the main takeaway from this is toxic positivity is a thing and it's a common thing, but make sure that you are able to recognize it and be aware of it and to know that it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to feel whatever you feel no matter if it's a negative feeling or not, just accept it and turn it into an opportunity for you to learn and grow and pivot yes all right (laughs) well the last thing we need to do is ria share us your social media and how else they can reach you yeah and tell us about your podcast too okay sure uh so yes i am also a podcast host pretty similar to this one uh self-improvement and spirituality but honestly kind of more leaning towards the self-improvement side 
I put out episodes every other Monday. They're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. It's called Let's Talk Transformation by Ria Patag. If you guys are interested in checking that out, feel free. But if you guys liked what I have to say or want to keep up to date, follow me, whatever, you can find me on Instagram and it's at Ria Patag, R-I-A-P-A-T-A-G. But yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, Thank you guys for having me today. I really appreciate it. And I hope I can stay in touch with you guys. Yes, Yes, thank you for coming. (laughs) Thank you. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Stay Hungry Podcast. We post new episodes every week and discuss as a community on Clubhouse every Friday. If you guys have any suggestions for podcast topics, feel free to DM us. Thank you.